Hello and welcome to my Discipleship Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Chu, and each episode is designed to build your faith and help you discover your purpose in life. Now, enjoy today's message. Hello, hello, my friends. Today we are debunking limiting beliefs. I'm talking about jumping back on the truth wagon after falling off. So here's the deal, true confessions. I fell off the rise up wagon. And I know some of you are like, um, what is the rise up wagon? Well, for me, it means I was in a great routine. You know, the kind that you actually look forward to doing each day. So every morning, my body was consistently waking up before dawn. I know I just lost some of you, but stick with me. It's my idea of a good time. So here we go. I loved everything about it. The euphoric feeling of owning my day the endorphins from a great workout, the progress I was making with my stretching, which is one of my personal goals for this year, and the revelation and the peace that I got from spending quality time with the Lord each and every day. And then I was reading personal development books and the wisdom I was getting from reading these great books. Can you see why this was my idea of a good time? Until I let one excuse derail me. And that's all it took, guys, one little excuse I repeated enough times to myself until I believed it and I allowed the lie to dictate my actions. And there I was. This was the lie. It's okay, Mel. You can sleep in just one day. It won't hurt you. You deserve it. You've earned it. Just sleep in. And then there I was. Weeks later, before I could say cock-a-doodle-doo, I had found a new habit and that was sleeping in. And I did not like it. I didn't feel good about myself. I loathed everything about it. There was disappointment from putting off my goals. Let's talk about the regret from being behind in my day or the loss of extra hours in my day because I was sleeping in longer or the haze I had in my head, the fog from hitting snooze 62 times before I got to bed. Can I get a witness? Is anybody with me in understanding the struggle? So while I still held true to my non-negotiables, and non-negotiables for me are things that I've decided that I must do each and every day. For me, that's working out, time with the Lord, personal development, stretching, those things. Those things were still happening, but completing them later in the day was totally throwing me for a loop. I was completely off my game. I was missing out and I was not my best self, all because of one limiting belief. And it caused me to feel stuck. I was being dominated by defeat each and every day. I was ruled by regret and I was camped out in condemnation. And that is no place to say to stay. And here's the deal. Satan, he's sneaky with his subtle little lies. His aim is clear, y'all. His aim is to steal, kill, and destroy. And if you pay him enough attention, he will win. But God, thank God for his mercies are new each day. Thank God there is no condemnation in Christ. Do you hear this? Thank God that my past is not my future. Thank God that he loves me despite of me. One little excuse started a ripple effect of negative self-talk and it was lies. And I was not willing to entertain them or tolerate them anymore. 
I had to put my faith in action and do something about it. Enough was enough. Is anybody relating? Is there a lie you are believing that you are ready to say enough is enough? It's time to make a change. No delay, no more excuses. I made the decision. Are you going to make the decision? I reached out for some accountability and then I just plain did it. I changed my habits. I rewrote the script and now I get to say hello to 5am. I missed you. Hello endorphins. I feel you coming back and I'm riding your wave all day long. Hello Lord. Can I sit in your presence just a little longer today? Hello hamstrings. I uh, forgot about them, how tight they are and why I was stretching each and every day. Hello, better version of me. Hello, better version of you. You are worth fighting for. This is our wake up moment. Wake up is when we get to hear a truth bomb. So riddle me this. What excuses are you allowing to derail you from your A game? from being your best self, from being who God called you to be. Does this ring a bell? I don't have time. I'm too tired. I don't have enough money. It's too late to change. I have too many responsibilities. I have no clue where to start. Do you hear them? I'll continue. I'm not good enough. I am not strong enough. What do all of those things have in common that I just listed? They're all limiting beliefs. All right, let's just set the record straight. Let's just be super clear about this. Limiting beliefs, it's a fancy way to say it's fake news. Limiting beliefs is fake news we make up in our minds. They're false thoughts, they're false opinions, and they prevent me and you from pursuing the call of God on our lives. But wait, there's more. These limiting beliefs, they are straight up self-imposed lies. Yeah, let's just call them what they are. Limiting beliefs are lies and we create fictitious boundaries on our purpose and our potential with these limiting beliefs. It, they're, like, they're like the electric fence that the doggies have around the perimeter of their houses, right? If you get too close, you get zapped. Well, these limiting beliefs create those boundaries that um, keep us from going further, going the distance. They're part of Satan's tactics to keep us trapped in fear and doubt. And believing lies keeps us from doing important things like putting our faith in action, like pursuing our purpose, like trusting in God, like maintaining healthy relationships. Do you see the ripple effect that these lies, that these limiting beliefs have on our purpose and potential? So it's time. Stop the fake news, ladies. Just say, not today, Satan. We are gonna start seeing ourselves the way God sees us so we can propel towards our purpose and potential. See, God's view of us removes all limits, removes all doubt, removes all fear. His truth in us empowers us to believe, I can and I will. So here's a friendly reminder, and I want you to say them out loud with me right now. So wherever you are, just be prepared. You're going to speak out loud. So if you're in public, it's okay. You're going to look crazy. But here's the truth about what God says about you. You are a child of God. And here's the scripture, John 1, 2. But those who embraced him and took hold of his name, he gave authority to become the children of God. That is you. That is your name. You are a child of God. Number two, you are a citizen of heaven. 
Here's the scripture. But we are a colony of heaven on earth as we cling tightly to our life giver, the Lord Jesus Christ. That's Philippians 3.20. Here's the next one, number three. You have peace. Have you lost your peace? Well, I'm telling you, you have peace and is yours for the taking. Scripture says so. Then God's wonderful peace that transcends human understanding will guard your heart and your mind through Jesus Christ. That's Philippians 4, 7. You with me? All right, stick with me. There's more truth coming your way. Number four, God will supply all your needs, all your needs. Scripture says, I'm convinced that my God will satisfy every need you have, for I have seen the abundant riches of glory revealed to me through Christ Jesus. Philippians 4, 19. All right, number five, you are enough. That's right, you are enough. And our own completeness is now found in Him. We are completely filled with God as Christ's fullness overflows within us. He is the head of every kingdom and authority in the universe. That is straight out of Colossians 2.10. Number six, you are forgiven. This is big. You are forgiven. You are forgiven. Since we are now joined to Christ, we have been given the treasure of redemption by his blood, the total cancellation of our sins, total cancellation, all because of the cascading riches of his grace. It's Ephesians 1.7. Write these down. Go look them up. Read them for yourself. Number seven, you are set free. At last, we have freedom for Christ has set us free. We must always cherish this truth and firmly refuse to go back into our bondage of our past. Galatians 5.1. Are you with me? Number eight. Your past is not your future. Your past is not your future, my friend. Now, if anyone is enfolded into Christ, he has become an entirely new person. That's you. You're a new person. All that is related to the old order has vanished. Behold, everything is fresh and new. 2 Corinthians 5.17. This is good. This is, this is getting a shower of scripture. Let it saturate your soul. Listen to it. Because here's number nine. You are accepted. You will, bring you will bring God glory when you accept and welcome one another as partners. Just as the anointed one has fully accepted you and received you as his partner that is good news romans 15 7. last one god will not condemn you that's satan god will convict you but satan will condemn you there remains no accusing voice of condemnation against those who are joined in life union with jesus the anointed one that is romans 8 1. friends that is the truth that is our God for the win. That is what he thinks about you. It doesn't matter if you need to start a brand new habit or reinstate an oldie but goodie, but now is the time. It's time to jump on the bandwagon, friends. God needs you and so do we. The question is, what are you going to do about it? Listen to this. Change your mind, change your life. I know. I know, it sounds cheesy, it sounds cliche, but it's true. When we kick limiting beliefs to the curb where they belong, we have the supernatural power to change everything. Everything changes the minute we say no to those lies. What we think determines what we believe. 
and what we believe will dictate what we do. That this is, this is truth. What we do drives who we become. And collectively, it defines our character and who we are. Show me your thoughts and I will show you your future. I, I feel like I'm repeating myself, but I'm trying to make a point that these lies do not belong here. And if we don't take action and take authority over them, they're going to take control over us. Listen to this staggering stat. Did you know that 70%, 70% of our lies, of our thoughts are negative? Some of the most powerful words are the limiting beliefs we keep in our head and we say to ourselves, but we never dare speak them out loud. It's no wonder so many women are wrestling with depression and anxiety. It's, it's, it's the pandemic of our minds, the lies and the negative thoughts. Our minds are a battlefield. The limiting beliefs, the lies, are constantly at war with the truth. It's a constant tension, and the lies are trying to win. The lies are trying to take over. The lies are trying to be the boss of you and me because the lies know that if they win the battlefield of our minds, that our emotions, our feelings, our behaviors, our actions, and our character will follow suit. Satan's aim is clear to steal, kill, and destroy. He knows that he can do that through our thoughts. And I say, not on our watch, ladies. We are gonna flip the switch right here, right now. You know all those things that you've always wanted to do? Think about them. What are those dreams? What are those hopes? What are those goals? We are gonna start to do them. Think about it. What do you wish for? What are you hoping for? What change do you desire in your life? We all have these desires. What goals are you reaching for? I want you to dare to dream again. And now think about why those dreams, why those hopes, why those goals, why those desires are not becoming a reality in your life. Could it be, I'm just asking, could it be that we've attached limiting beliefs and excuses to them that are unnecessary? Could it be that you've repeated the lies so often to yourself that they've actually become your truth? I'm just asking because I wanna see you rise up. God needs you and so do we. Recently, I was asked to do a run and I, I'm, I am a runner, I run often, but this was not an ordinary run for me. This was a run in the dark, with those crazy little headlamps for miles and miles in sand. Y'all, I'm from Colorado. I don't run in the sand. And so I'm not gonna lie, I didn't wanna do it. My mind told me it was too hard, that it was too early, that I wasn't gonna be able to keep up with my friend, uh, that I might actually like die right there in the sand. Do you recognize the limiting beliefs that I was telling myself? I can't, I'm not good enough. I'm not strong enough, I'm not fast enough. But then I paused and I thought to myself, how often do I get a chance, an opportunity to try something I've never done before? The answer is not very often. And so I want to shout it from the rooftops for all to hear. This is what I say for everyone, get comfortable being comfortable. No, 
be comfortable being uncomfortable. You know, stick with me. And this is what I say to women all over the, all over the place because I know that's where the change happens. And so this was my moment. This was my time to practice what I preached. This was my moment to stretch myself and step out of the land of comfort and predictability and actually see and discover what I might be capable of. Capable of. What would it look like to try, to take a risk, to take a step of faith? So, despite all my calculated and rational and very legitimate reasons not to go, I went anyways. And I said no to the lies, I pushed past the excuses, and I passed up all the limiting beliefs that I was believing, and I just showed up. And newsflash, I didn't die, right? I didn't die. Instead, do you know what happened? I made a memory. I made a moment, y'all, that I get to carry with me in my heart, in my mind, and retell forever. I tapped into a slice of courage in me that was there all along, but it was just waiting for me to believe it was there. Once again, I'm reminded that change and growth are worth fighting for. Are you picking up what I'm laying down? What fear do you have? What are you not doing because of fear and doubt? How are you limiting yourself because of the lies that you have believed? Anything we believe about ourselves that doesn't line up squarely with scripture is a lie. It's the fake news. And so here is my elementary approach. Elementary, because I break it down. I'm like third grade level here. Elementary approach to winning the battlefield of our mind. It's not fancy, it's not formal, but it's plain and it's simple. And it's just how I roll. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. But I know, just because something is simple doesn't mean it's easy. I believe in you and I know that you can do hard things. And so here's what we're gonna do. Now that we've had the wake up truth moment, now we're gonna walk it out. This is where we put our faith in action. And I've got five things, five things that you can do today to just start overcoming the lies. Number one, you are gonna recognize those lies. You are gonna make space and time for God to speak. You're gonna pause and you're gonna take inventory. And all you gotta do is pray. God, show me the lies I am believing and trust me. He's gonna tell you. Number two, reveal it. So once you know the lies, take responsibility for them, name them, own them, don't sugarcoat it. This is your time to be totally raw and real and just pray, Lord, forgive me for believing Satan's lies, X, Y, Z, fill in the blank, I was wrong, okay? Number three, you're gonna replace the lie. You're gonna look to the Bible and you're gonna read the scripture and you're gonna replace that lie with the truth with the truth of what God says about you. For example, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I am an overcomer. I am worthy. I am not alone. I am more precious than rubies. Do you get it? You can and you will. Just pray, Lord, I believe I am who you say I am. Number four, restore it. This is where you get to renew your mind and bring it back to a state of health and wholeness and make a change and decide, it's a decision, it's a conscious decision to see yourself the way God sees you and pray, Lord, create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me. That's it. Last one, number five, you repeat one through four, 
often and always. This is not a one and done scenario. You are in a battle fighting for your freedom, fighting for your dreams, fighting for your purpose. This is a constant conversation. God is not calling you to comfort. He is calling you out of the boat to walk on water. Do you believe it? God is not interested in your ability. He's interested in your availability. Are you willing? God is not calling you to simply listen to his voice. He wants you to obey it. He wants you to put your faith in action. It's time for a change, friend. Do not listen to the lies another minute. Life is too precious. This is your season. Say no to limits. Kick the lies to the curb. Stop settling for anything less than who God created you to be. Do you believe it? You're made for so much more. I believe it. God believes it. The question is, do you believe it? If you want something different, friend, you have to do something different. And this is your time. I want you to picture, just picture how you will feel the peace, the hope, the freedom, the energy, the renewed spirit. I want you to discover, let your mind go there, discover the possibilities and the places you could go and the people you could impact. I want you to uncover your potential and live a life without limits. I want you to envision walking in your purpose and the joy and the fulfillment and the peace that will follow that. I want you to imagine the lives that you are going to impact. People are waiting for the blessing that you have to offer. That is the life God has for you. Believe it. God does, and so do I. You've got this. You can do all things through Christ who gives you strength. All things. Peace and love. I believe in you. Thank you, friend, for listening to this podcast today. You can visit my website and send me your prayer requests and feedback. And also to get more discipleship resources, visit www.nowhope.org. Until next time, I pray that you will stand strong in your faith. Have a great day.